There's no try. There is only do. Yoda. You're listening to the Sports Junkie Radio Network. You want a piece of me? You got it! I like it. You love it? I do. I'd say, What's up, buddy? you're not going to, by the way, it's Jake Jacobson, Oswald, the sports junkie. We are five days after the passing of uh, a horrific uh, incident, as we know, in California with Kobe Bryant, his daughter, 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and Horrible. five, five or seven other people involved as well, including the pilot. Did you catch we, the name of one of them was uh, Altabelli, his father, Joe, coach for the Cubs? Yeah. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, it's, again, five days past it, so we don't want to delve too much, but we do have our thoughts and opinions with that. We have Super Bowl 54. Ooh, maybe. We have your chaotic situation going on with your band heading up uh, oh. Super Bowl Sunday. Here the and there's era. a phone call from the president. Oh, I think yes. I think it's the uh, the president is now watching TV and chaotic completely described so anyway, the last we... two weeks of my life. But I'll be I'm so looking forward to Sunday for two reasons: the gig, the Super Bowl. But then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm literally going on a sabbatical. What we were gonna, but we I I brought this up for a reason, and I don't know why I did. I, I gave the whole synopsis. Uh, of uh, what we were going to have today. And, um, oh, now I remember. Lay it on me. People are coming into Publix who are now fans of the No Holds Barred podcast with us. Well, that is they awesome. Are, they are, they go, when are we going to hear the Super Bowl one? Oh, I go, uh, I said, we, we had to cancel uh, yesterday, so we're going to do it today. We'll have it up and running by tomorrow the well, latest. Well, that is awesome. I, I thank everyone who listens to the podcast, and I'll promise you this. A Facebook page. And website in the works. Sure. I got the chaotic website up. You know, for a pinhead like me who could barely even work a flip phone for the last 10 years, I got to hand myself on the back, Jake. I'm programming websites and shit. I mean, come on. You know, when you put your mind to do something, let's face it, you can get it done. Well, I mean, that's a kind of a parable in life. If you want something, you got to go get it. Nobody's going to say, hey, man, I'm making a website. Come on over. It never happens. <laughs> Jake, every radio job when you first started out. You go in there and you say, what can I do? Nothing. Come on, there's got to be something I can do. And you weasel your way into the system. And then, of course, as you get older or more advanced into, into radio or any position. But if you want in something bad enough, you can get in. I, I got to tell you, and I'm not going to get through my whole career when I got here sure. in 1994 uh, and then spent the next 16 or 17. Consistent and better than that team. Defensive one. And I mean, the thing, in my opinion, head to toe loaded with Hall of Famers. Loaded. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know that, well, you remember, and we'll get to the topics at hand, but Terry Bradshaw had a, a, a little recollection. It was an older interview, and I was telling L Squared, you know, he was almost run out of Pittsburgh. He was, he was like Jameis Winston of the Steelers back in the day. He had all the promise, but the fans didn't like him. They wanted him gone. But once he turned the corner, you know, four Super Bowls later, he got it done. And, and it took till 
just recently in the last decade, he held that grudge against the fans there, but he finally buried the hatchet. He loves Pittsburgh, and they're all good now. But you, you see some of the early highlights of, of Bradshaw because the Steelers before Chuck Nolan and Bradshaw were garbage. You see, I can look at certain quarterbacks from that era and say Hall of Famer. I don't look at Terry Bradshaw if he was able to play in this era. Could be a Hall of Famer. I know. Well, what do you think about Eli Manning? Who just shut it down? A Hall of Famer or no? I, I see. To me, Terry had great players around him: Blyer and uh, Harris, and of course those great receivers and Stallworth and Swan, tight end. What was his name? Um, Dwight White. Dwight, well, that he wasn't the tight end. He was part of that defensive line. He was on the defensive line. Who the hell am I thinking? Um, whatever it is, Billy they, Joe Dupree. He was a cowboy. He they he just had Dwight great White people. Was the Eli player. Manning didn't have that great. Uh, talent around him, but, but yes, but his defense is what won him Super Bowls. I, I think Eli. I think he. It, no, I, I. Even though he won two Super Bowls, and I can't ta- take that away from him, I do not think he was a great quarterback. A very solid, very good, and did make plays at times in his career. Hence, two Super Bowls. Yeah. But I don't think. He was a Super Bowl player. I think he made a lot of mistakes. He fumbled the ball a lot. Uh, he made, he, I'm, I don't have his stats in front of me. He had a lot of interceptions and bad ones at bat. Uh, well, he couldn't have been too bad. They kept him for 18 uh, years. I, I, I mean, I they, know. I know. And he had a lot of down seasons in New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are yeah. you talking about? They, when, how many sub-500 seasons did Eli have? I, you. In the last few. You're seeing it through Jets tinted glasses. No, no, I would tell you. I just argued Lawrence Taylor, Harry Carson. I mean, these were a phenomenal players. Tiki Barber was a great running back. Uh, you had uh, the, the a-hole shot himself in the leg. I don't think Phil Simmons is a great quarterback. He won one Super Bowl, was part of another. He's not a Hall of Famer. But no. Fuck him. Um, no, I, I kid. I got fun. Not that that. The Hall of Fame part, the F him. I think his son is brilliant on TV. He's very good. Chris uh, Sims has done a uh, better of, better on TV than he ever was a quarterback. Yeah, uh, very, very, very good. Anyway, it's no hold barred. Ozzy and Jake. It's Friday, January thirty first. Before it's the Super Bowl. Friday. All right. Before we, I, I want to get, get right to Kobe. But one thing, yes. we talked about Kansas City great uh, linebackers. I'll name a few. All right. As recent as, of course, in the horrible death of Derek Thomas, who died That's after right. a car accident and then was uh, oh. going to be paralyzed and ended up dying, bands, dying from complications. I'm pulling hard for the Chiefs, by the way. Uh, we will get to that. I know we will. Willie Lanier, Bobby Bell. Lanier was the guy. And Bobby Bell was great as well. Those are during the Len Dawson eras. Great Bobby Bell. Great, great, great linebacker. I remember when the, uh, the Bears at that time had Richard Dawson was the coach of the family <laughs> And also hosted the feud. He sat in the two hole in, uh, for the uh, game show. You're an idiot. Da- oh, <laughs> you're, you're an idiot. idiots rule. All right, Dick Dawson. I had a big argument that the Chiefs. Somebody told me the Chiefs have never won a Super Bowl. I said, my ass. They were in the first Super Bowl they lost. Seventy. They were in three, 71. and the third one they won with dust and the wig. Hank Stram. Do you know he was Jewish? Hank Stram was Jewish. I didn't know it. I didn't know it either. See, that just goes to show you, who cares? I do. That's like saying, well, you know, the center of that team was gay. There who were, cares? There were less than 16 million Jews in the world. In the world. I don't remember any good Jewish head coaches or prominent. It's funny. <laughs> Last year watching that, uh, watching that AFC championship game, I said, well, Hank Stram is nothing but a dust, dust and a wig, fellas. And my buddy E-Rock breaks into dust in the wig. By, by Kansas, and I fell out. Fell out. 
Hank Stram and Sid Gilman were both Jewish. I'd say it's pretty matriculated, fellas. Got a matriculated, fellas. 43 says they're trapped. 47 70. He was calling the play on the sidelines. He was great. He did, you know, he finished his career. Not, and not only was he with the New Orleans Saints as head coach for the Bucks' first win, I believe. Did not know that. He was the Bucks' preseason voice on TV for his last decade of he life. He was a character, and he was during the time when head coaches wore suits. Oh, man. that's You think that'll ever happen? No. Who that guy's last guy to do is Mike Sherman. There, there might not be. Not Mike Sherman. Uh, was a San Francisco 49er coach. You're his, right. His, fa- his father was a pro coach. Yeah, you're but right. Nike specifically designed him a flexible spandex suit. I love it. I didn't do it. I want one. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think there's going to be a guy who's going. That's his That's his character. That's his personality. That's his shtick. And right. he, there will be somebody, yes, that will wear suits. I mean, you can dress up a little. You can wear something nice. I mean, the hoodie is gross. He's got, like, a meatball stain on one side. How about a suit with a uh, with the team um, uh, logo on it? I like Ditka. You said the sweater? Yeah. Wrong yep, the sweater. Yep, yep. sweater uh, over the shirt. Anyway, let's... We're going to delve into the Super Bowl as we uh, take this up for about an hour show. So we have approximately 40 minutes left of this. Right. So barred. I was just saying the day on Saturday, discussing with L Squared, our time in Vegas, how I said, honey, we need to get out of this casino more and maybe see some more sites because there's cool things outside of Vegas. I've seen them before. She says, well, we can do the helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. I said, there's no way. I watched these, these Facebook videos, the montages of crashes and the helicopters do not go down nice. I mean, it's just an ugly, ugly thing. It makes a plane crash seem almost soothing. Well, and I said, it, no longer that soon, sooner that came out of my mouth than the next morning, my daughter hits me up with Kobe Bryant, and I'm like, come on. Afternoon. And I kept going and more and more and more and more, and it just hit me, man. And then to find out his daughter was on the flight, I mean, it just it's it's a heart wrenching story. Man. Well, first of all, as far as your thoughts on the helicopters going down, when you think of go around the world. How many helicopters right. are out every single day? Wherever you are, there are helicopter tours. Hawaii, Absolutely. as you said, Colorado. You go overseas. They're, they're happening probably thousands by the day. And how many times did Kobe, he said that's how he wanted he, to spend time with his family, to avoid L.A. traffic. He bought his own and he, zoomed back and forth. He couldn't be in a car more than an hour. I guess the size, it just claustrophobic, all that. He needed to be... There's and it didn't take an hour through the traffic, so right. that's his route was via helicopter. He had the funds, I'm sure. You know, the Lakers took care of it, whatever Absolutely. was needed. I, it was, I was, uh, I took off. Uh, it happened on Sunday. I had a friend come in, uh, f- so I picked her up from the airport to drop off at her, her uh, Airbnb that she was staying at, and she couldn't get there till three o'clock. And the plane came in around eleven o'clock, so we decided, you know what? Let's go to Manatee Beach, because that's near where she was staying. So we're on Manatee Beach till about 3, and I start walking to the car, and I get a group text. And this is, you met my friends, my closest friends. We met sure. at Rainer over at the Hard Rock in Hollywood uh, months ago. Anyway, I get a group text, and it says, did you hear Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash? And I stop, and my friend goes, what happened? I go, my friend just said Kobe Bryant just died. Now, she's not a basketball fan or a sports fan, but of course. You don't have to. It's like Muhammad Ali. Exactly. You know who the per- Tiger Woods, you know who they are. So I, te- I go on my uh, website to ESPN.com, and there it is. Kobe Bryant dies in crash. And then my friends and I are just, and I'm in a, I'm in a state. I don't know Kobe from a hole in a wall personally, but 
when somebody like this, it's not Muhammad Ali who was on his way out for such a long period, which he, hurt. Yeah, just take snap and forty one. He didn't he still looked like he was twenty five years old. And he didn't look twenty forty one years old. It, it was just the most I know, gut, uh, empty feeling that I felt. And I was, it took tw- a minimum 24 hours to, for me really to understand because it had to be said, ESPN, all the news uh, broadcasters, everybody was talking about it. And the tweets coming out from the ball players and the effect throughout the NBA for the next, what, 48 hours? Yeah. The 8-second clock for his number, the 24-second clock for his number, that each team had a chance to run it out. Well, it was just an, uh, it was a surreal situation for me. 3.15 in the afternoon, I remember it. L squared had her. Her daily fantasy uh, lineup lined up for that night's NBA action. I said, forget it, honey. They're going to cancel all the games. I was kind of surprised that they did play the games that night. Uh, my buddy from the sports arena covers the Magic every night. He was just, he was uh, basically just took the wind out of him. He, and he, he reported as such the game, the players were just going through the motions. And the Clippers were in town with Doc Rivers. If you saw his post-gamer, he said, please don't go and talk oh, to that, the guys. That. Don't go with the guys. I mean, he was just openly weeping. I mean, if I was him, I would have just turned and walked into the room and said, I can't talk. Well, he basically, when he when he talked about having to talk to, he said, I, I got to get in the locker room to talk to the kids oh. or the players. However he used the, the young man, however, he could not or barely get that out. And that's when he just turned and walked did away. You, did you happen to see Shaq and the uh, TBS team? Uh, I didn't. And Shaq, I, I mean, he's had a rough year, I guess. He's both, lost both grandparents. From his mother and father's side, he lost his sister three months ago, and he says, in you know, in his his kind of hushed tones, he said he was working out. They were sitting in the court, um, just the, the, all the panel, Kenny and and, uh, and Charles Barkley and, right. and Ernie Johnson or whatever his name is, Chip Skip Lip, and he said his son and his cut nephew were there, and he said he the son came in crying, showing him this. He says, "Get that shit out of here." He says, "It's fake. It's fake." And then it kept coming in, and I mean, for a 350, he's probably pushing 400 pounds, seven foot monster, but a big loving teddy bear. He goes, I, I haven't slept in about a year. It's going to be another few now. And I, I mean to tell you, he just completely lost it on set, and it was just, just a heartbreaking man. Hey, you know that one of the things I thought of when I first heard about it. Now as I'm texting back and forth with my friends and go, you know, in, in total disbelief, shock. I thought about Shaquille O'Neal. I didn't know how their relationship was now, but I remembered at the end of the career with him playing with the Lakers, they had their in-house battles that were, of course, rumored all over the place that they couldn't get along. And that's well, you, you remember where it started. Kobe was on trial, and he said, well, everybody's cheating. Shaq does it. I mean, that's not what you want to throw around a locker room. You're right. I did not remember that. But then I thought, started thinking, I started thinking too, who's this going to affect? Michael Jordan's got to be floored because that was like his little brother. He had a lot of respect and love for, for Kobe. I imagine. Well, LeBron James. LeBron James. He was there just with him the night before. He broke his scoring record. Yeah. Or got to number three on the list. LeBron, how about Phil Jackson? Like a son to him. I'm, let me tell you this. Have you heard this? The memorial planning. Is going to be at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum for 100,000 people. They draped the whole uh, arena, I guess Staples Arena, with a Kobe jersey. No kidding. It's. It, look, I think it would be fitting, though, L.A. Memorial Coliseum. It's one of the last events. I, I don't know if they're tearing it down. The Rams are obviously done there. I guess they wouldn't tear it down. USC still plays there, don't they? But 
Yes. No, no more fitting. 100,000 people. And guess what? There wouldn't be an empty seat. Because you know Shaq's going to speak. You oh, know Michael no, no, will be no, no, there. No, no. It's, 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 it's an event, but in the good way. It has to be. He Celebration. Was that, he was that important from a young kid, brilliant kid, spoke three languages, of course, all language, Spanish and Italian. Where do you put him on the, the pantalon, if you will? Jordan being I, number one. I, I, I can't. Is this, he above LeBron? I put him above, I above LeBron. They're all great. I don't know. Who's, but to me, I, Larry Bird might not have been as athletic. Uh, Magic Johnson You're might right. not have been as athletic. Dr. J might not have a great jumper, but they were all. All amazing, amazing basketball player, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain. They all dominated. It was, uh, no, I can't say. All I know is he was, uh, you know, top-notch tier, arguably the best player in the history of the game. And the fact that hearing that Shaquille and and, uh, Kobe mended their differences, became friends, loved each other, and their kids were friends. Were very good friends. And that really made me feel good because I was bothered when I heard this happen because that's what I thought of. How does Shaq feel? Yeah. What's What happened? Does he feel bad that maybe they never talked or never mended their relationship? But thank goodness they did. They did, and he, you know, that was when he really lost it. He said, now I can't, I can't bust his chops at I guess he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. He was voted in, but he hasn't. He was, the ceremony he hasn't happened a, yet. A, a Brian is, I think, uh, can be inducted this year. I don't think the vote has come in. Right. But, well, you I mean, can get counted in now. How about this? They're going to change. They're talking about it. I love the idea. Change the NBA logo from the Jerry West character to, to Kobe. And I think, too, Jake, why people are enamored towards him and gravitate towards him, because he took the torch from Michael. Basically, that was the torch was passed from Michael to Kobe. What am I hearing in the background? Music? Oh, sorry. Thank you. The band next door was rehearsing. <laughs> There's a, uh, a mariachi you group. Know, what, in every single sport, I don't care which one it is, you always have one, one dominating player. And sometimes you're lucky enough, like LeBron and Kobe right. and Kobe and Michael played, uh, you know, a period of time together before the other one took over. But you always think, or Tiger Woods, and then you get your next great player. You do, Jack Nicholas. You never think the next one is going to be anything better. How can they be better than this or right. as good? Is that crazy? So every single generation has that type of player. They might be a little different in aspects of their game, but they are that is do- dominating, and not just on the court, but their charisma, whether they are outspoken or not, there's something about them. They carry a, uh, something the way they carry themselves brings them to another level. And there will be, they, as we had with Kobe passing on LeBron and LeBron, so on and so forth, there's always, every generation is going to have that great player. And, they caught Tiger coming up the course on Sunday. Just had found out about it. He goes, I don't know why. Why was I didn't understand, but they were saying, do it for Mamba. Do it for Mamba. Apparently, they were very close friends. That was Mamba's uh, nickname for Kobe. Uh, right, the Black, Black Mamba. Mamba. For Kobe Bryant. And Tiger was apparently on the ni- ninth hole, which at that point was the 18th hole. Because they were playing Correct. opposite uh, uh, parts of the course. And his caddy got his alert. And he looked... Tiger's got, he gets the alert, he looks at his phone, he gets a buzzer, and he sees Kobe's passed away. So he says, you know, he's, he's, not, tell him. You, he's not gonna tell him he's until the play. which of course is the obvious. So this is what's happening. Black Mom is being chanted throughout the course. Tiger doesn't understand why, because nobody has said anything to him. Right. Which is nobody yelled at Kobe's, you know, passed, Kobe yeah. died. 
So the caddy decided smartly to wait till the end of the round, and after he finished the court, that's when he, as walking into the uh, clubhouse, that's when he told them, and that's, you know. I guess, Jake, what really smacks you in the face is that life is fleeting. you got to enjoy every day. You, you, just because you're, you're the greatest basketball player in the world, you're not immune to it. Now, we, we like, can, you, can, you can say that we, you, you wouldn't, because he was a celebrity, he put himself, you and I aren't, don't take helicopters every day. But you were just as li- just as likely to get in a car crash or, or have a building fall on us or something stupid. Knock you know, on anything. But knock yeah, on everything. You don't know. I'm, and, and I'm sure you don't think Michael Jordan, when he goes to bed at night, thinks, man, if I wasn't an NBA superstar, my dad wouldn't have been in that car. He wouldn't have that ring on and be alive today. Do you know how many planes these players have taken in their lifetime? Maybe 100,000. Yeah, I, I, and, and sometimes private jets that Absolutely. are get them someplace to the other because they can. Right. And somebody will do it for them. When was the last major plane crash? Again, knock on wood. The last major plane crash in this country. It's been pre nine eleven. Well, we ha- we've I mean, ha- like, we've had. You're talking about plane crashes. Plane crash is like a civilian crash goes oh. down with three hundred people in it. It's well, been a long, oh, long time. A, there's fifty thousand airplanes they, in the no, every, they, second every day. There's been a few in the world. There in the world, just correct. Recently in Ukraine, there was well, that a big was shot one. down. Well, Those what, son of a bitches, whatever. I trust nothing. No, but of course there's been planes. There's been little private planes that have gone down, and the, you know, the, the little propeller planes that have gone right. down. It's, 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 but as many planes that are taken off day in and day out, like we talked about helicopters, it's, and then some, the percentages are much more likely to happen in a car crash. Absolutely, because there's lunatics all over the road. You know, if they're drunk, they're old, they're stupid, or all combined. Now, there have been, just wrapping this Horrific event that happened, again, with Kobe Bryant passing away in a helicopter crash with his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and seven other passengers. Those poor kids. I mean, the, the poor wife. I, didn't, I wouldn't even imagine. I mean, sure, they're loaded. They're multi-hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars, but that doesn't it, buy it, you it, happiness. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't ease the this, pain. This one, the man's gone. This one takes a while. Um, and, yes, they will never get over it, but they will move on like they, we all do. You have to. But we knew there were going to be some haters against Kobe, and they were going to bring up the 19, like, what was it, 2004 incident in Colorado. And Scotty and I were on the air when this happened, when the allegations of rape from, uh, I think, one of the um, uh, hotel uh, personnel like took him up to the room, and then apparently there, uh, a rape incurred. Now, uh, it was dropped. The case was dropped. Uh, I don't know what, whether I don't remember if there was a settlement incurred, but that could be done as well, just to say let's get. I believe there was move on. There was a settlement but, and tied into the remember the whole story that he bought his wife a three million dollar engagement yes. ring and tried well, to buy her well, off. Not a engagement ring, but another. Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, a little. Uh, sorry, I screwed yeah. that chick. Well, I will tell you this: in my mind, I don't believe Kobe is capable of raping. I, I, yes, I do think there was probably consensual sex. You're an athlete. Girls are throwing themselves at you. And it does happen, especially when you have a star like him and so many. You're in and out of cities constantly. You're traveling abroad, uh, doing functions and all that. You're going to get hit. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, or I'm not saying it's right. I'm the fact is, it is happening uh, right now. More uh, that often than not, probably inevitable. And if you're going to marry somebody... You know, it's basically, I don't want to hear about it. You're going to do it, do it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want anything out in the news. So make sure you do it in a way Who that, the hell's for? Is this your philosophy? That's my philosophy. 
I don't want my wife, girlfriend, anybody cheating on me. But if your wife is a star traveling around the world, you have to accept it could. more. If the percentages are higher. Oh, as, a, as a celebrity, happen. no question. Yeah. Because they smell money. They not only want to be your, with your fame, they want a chunk of that wallet. Well, I'm saying is as a spouse, you have to have it in your head that it could happen. And you have to be ready to accept the fact that if it does, or have some sort of common um, uh, agreement with your spouse that if you're going to do it, I don't want to know about it. It better not get out in the news. I have a baseball that's, bat. Again, that's this I have is a baseball my bat thinking. in the living room. It's in a glass box, and it's agreed upon. Either of us cheats. The other one gets a free shot at the head. Oh. I'm 50 years old. I've cheated on wives. I've cheated on girlfriends who cheated on me. I would never do that again. But you're not I'm beyond right. that. I'm over well, that. Well, yeah, but he was when he did. He was, he was 24. In his 20s. He was 24 years old. He was with his soon to be wife or was wife at the time. I had more ass so than a toilet seat when I was 20. Look he, at me. I'm he just was, a guy in a bar playing in a band. I was thrown thrown at me. He was dating her since he was 17. Anyway, I read. I pulled up the article uh, a couple of days ago because I wanted to reread about uh, the rape and the allegations. And that's when I was reminded that the case was dropped. And then Kobe's response about the whole thing. He handled it absolutely brilliantly. What he said and how life had moved on. Now, this, again, this was, this, uh, uh, even though the rape took place in 2004, the article was years after. Right. And he talked about growing up and, and stuff like that. And you just... Said, you know what? Whatever you thought after this, and even though the case was dropped, blah 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 blah. Read this article, and you will have a different opinion. If it was negative about Kobe, you will respect him more after reading it. And I'll top. I'll touch, uh, finish that off with my little Kobe interjection that I got about two months ago. He was sitting in with Ellen on the Ellen Show, co-hosting it for a week. Mm -hmm. I said, "This guy screws Strahan. He was as smooth as silk. He could have hosted any TV show. That's how good he was." I said, why isn't Kobe doing it? He doesn't need the money, doesn't need the aggravation. But, I mean, he was a pro on the on the desk of a, or the, the host, the helm, I should say, of a popular talk show. So he could do anything. He transcended everything. Yeah, he, like I said, he, he from a, a young kid. Now, I know that he had a strained relationship with his uh, father, uh, Jellybean. Jellybean. Well, you know who was the middle of that? It was a big Brock's controversy, the candy company. That's a joke. That's a candy joke. Brock's jelly beans. I, you want to hear something? Yes. No, to, to get I, off, I, of, I, get off I, a bad topic. But we, I think we covered it pretty well. How, how about this? As great of a guy as he was, was, how about this douchebag uh, Harvey Weinstein showing up at court? He can't walk now. What a dick! No, he that that he yeah. is. There's not a prison cell deep enough to put that scumbag away. But isn't that the oldest trick in the book? Your wife, who's you know, an attorney, it, must be laughing. I mean, a walker. I mean, in a walker. Now he can't even walk. They're like dragging him, in a, and he's in an iron lung. Come on, Weinstein. Well, this is the what makes life so difficult because you look at the good and you look at the bad, and some, and more often than not, it seems like the, as the song Billy Joel, "The Good Die Young," yeah, and the old, <laughs> and, and this is my own phrase, and the old stay too long. I mean, the bad stay too long. Well, it is really when you look at a Harvey Weinstein compared to a Kobe Bryant. And you think how horrific Kobe had passed away at 41. And Harvey Weinstein, at whatever age he is, 70-something years old, abusive like uh, scum that he is, is yeah. still alive. And now has to parade in court with a walker that we know oh, two so months ago wasn't a part of his life. He was playing tennis on, with no shoes on. He's out there. He's a scumbag. He'll get his justice. There's no way he gets no. off. No so way. Kobe Bryant, 
we, I think everybody can agree, we're, for the most part, there are some haters, as I said. May you rest in peace. May your family rest in peace. May your daughter um, live another, somehow live in another life, in another body, and be able to reach her uh, uh, potential. And to all the other seven that passed away, uh, may uh, God be with you and, exactly. and, and rest in peace. And as a father of a daughter, I mean, just seeing them too close, and that was, that's me and my both, both my daughters. God, it would just, I don't know how you'd, wow, that's a rough one. Yeah. That is, that, God bless her family, and hopefully they can turn something positive out of it. Well, the th- hopefully those kids don't grow up with, because that can really just ruin your to life. To me, any, any death like this, you can't start mo- moving on. Some people mourn, takes longer than others. But until that funeral and all that, and, and finally the, the bodies are resting in peace, you really can't start to heal because it's on top of your mind. And then the process begins after that. Having lost my father at 13, you never heal. It's always there. You, you, you get on. Like it's always said, in the back of your mind. You know, my, my parents, my, I was, I think, 42 or 43, when I, and I'm 61 now. And my father, I was 45. But I lived a relative—they were able to see me ha- get married and have kids. They didn't see it long enough, in my opinion. But the fact is, they were able to see that. And I know after they passed, the main thing for me, how I moved on and decompart—what is it? Decompress? No, decompartmentalize myself. I got a thesis over here was for Christmas. To, was to understand—I I can never the say that. Right. I can never—I uh, could always understand how or feel that their presence— and know that they wanted me to live a great life and to move on and right. be happy and enjoy yourself. Take care of your kids. Give them what you can and give them a, yourself a great life. And that was how I was able to move on from it. And they raised a good, you're a great guy. You have sympathy and Thank empathy you. for everybody. Uh, abs- and you're, everybody loves you. So they did a good job. They did. And I, uh, so that, that's all I can say for the rest of the Brian family is time. And, it, and it, for each one of you, it's going to take a different amount of time. But you can at least put them to rest knowing what an amazing young lady she was and what an amazing young man he was. All right. On that note, we'll transition quickly and then we're going to get to the Super Bowl. L Squared and I went up, had comp tickets to go see Michael Bolton at the uh, Hard Rock. I'm, I'm a bit of a Bolton fan. I mean, this guy owned the radio in the 80s, Look, or not late 90s. He's an iconic and, figure. I couldn't give a ab- rat's ass about him. Absolutely owned the radio. And if you've ever gone through... Well, he would get you on both ends. You fall in love, and he got you those songs, that we, and you get all warm feeling. But my God, you go through breakups. He sang, he had this wedding song. I mean, that's so rude. I can't believe it. That's it's so goddamn rude. Hello, nice to see you. It's been a long time. You're just as lovely. As you used to be How's your new love? Are you happy? Hope you're doing fine Just to know Means so much to me What's that going How am I doing? I'm losing
so sorry that I did you wrong. Look up, darling. Let me kiss you. Just for old time's sake, let me hold you in my arms one more time. Thank you, darling. May God bless you and each step you take bring you closer to the things you seek to find. Goodbye, darling. I gotta go now. Gotta try to find a way lose these memories of a love so What is that?